Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. When you think of human trafficking, you might think of prostitution or abused workers living in squalor, unable to afford bare necessities. But it is much more. The Iowa Network Against Human Trafficking is trying to shed a light on the abuse, and we talked with board member Maggie Tinsman. Maggie, tell me, what is it that we don't understand about human trafficking? Because a lot of people just think it's, it's seedy, it's, it's prostitution, or it's people that are locked in a basement. It's so much more than that, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, when people ask me, what is human trafficking? I said, well, human trafficking involves obtaining or maintaining the labor or services of another person through the use of forward, force, fraud, or coercion in violation of that individual human rights. So and there are two different kinds. There's sex trafficking and forced labor and servitude. Now, sex trafficking is the commercial sex act induced by force, fraud, or coercion for the purpose of servitude, slavery, or participation in the sex trade. But for children under the age of 18 in Iowa, force or coercion do not need to be shown uh, for a minor to be considered a victim of sex trafficking. Now, forced labor means it's labor or services of a person who was recruited, harbored, and transported using force or fraud to work in involuntary servitude, debt bondage, or slavery. It could be a restaurant, it could be a massage, business, it could be agriculture. It's, it's very much a global problem. It's not just uh, Iowa or Illinois, and it's not just Bangladesh or China. But isn't that part of the problem is that people kind of think of it as more of an international problem and not an Iowa that, or Illinois problem? That's right. And they've got to rethink that. And in 2018, in the U.S. alone, there were 403,000 uh, cases just in the U.S. Now there are millions today, it, and it's estimated that 80% of all these victims are women or children, particularly commercial sex industry, where coercion is just rampant. Well, because you often you often hear of things like a, a victimless crime, um, and that must that must anger you. That, yes, it does, and pornography is very much part of this also. And terrorists use uh, sex slavery, and and gangs use trafficking because it's lucrative, uh, with little risk. In other words, you can reuse women and children 
repeatedly without cost instead of selling drugs, which now, you have to have more of. Now, throughout this interview, we're going to have a tip line on the bottom of the screen uh, that you can call to get help or more information. So please, okay. if you're watching this, make use of that if you need to. One of the things that the organizations that you're a part of is really stressing is legislative initiatives for better protection right. of potential victims. What's not being done now? Aren't there already strict laws in place? Well, first of all, this is a very undercover crime. Uh, yeah, there's a law in Iowa and Illinois against uh, human trafficking. It is a forcible felony kind of thing. But there, uh, one of the things that Iowa just did recently, last year, we passed a hotel motel training bill, which 80% or 85% of all the sex trafficking goes on in hotels and motels. And we have a lot of them in the Quad Cities. And what this hotel motel bill does is it says that all the hotels and motels need to be trained, all their employees need to be trained on what human trafficking is and what to do about it when you see it. And if they do that training, then the the state of Iowa, through their Department of Public Safety, will give the, them a, um, a brochure, not a brochure, but a, a plaque to put in their lobbies. And then, hotel, then that means that the state and local government will use those particular hotels for the kinds of things that they have going on, either employees staying there or, or or it's for conferences or that kind of thing. But if they don't have that training, and the training's not mandated, but it does say if they don't have that training, then government is not gonna utilize those particular hotels or motels. So there's a carrot, a carrot and a stick here, and that's kind of interesting because your group on a local level really reached out to hotels about two years ago, I believe, in a concerted effort what and, and and it seemed to be at least you guys were saying at the time it seemed to be very receptive in the uh, hotel motel uh, industry locally what have you noticed since that happened i mean have you seen any progress after you actually did start this outreach well it's just getting going uh so it's hard to say that's progress yet it was just passed you know, last June. Well, no, I'm talking about uh, the, uh, the breaking traffic uh, that you guys had done it on your own, even oh. before this legislation was enacted. Okay. You guys reached out. We, we did reach out, but we just talked about it. Uh, uh, breaking traffic, when I uh, initiated in 2010, it was for an awareness to try to get people to realize we've got it here. And we went to different churches, we went to other places to said, you know, in 2005, when I first heard about the first case in Iowa, which probably wasn't the first case, it's the one I heard about, was a 13-year-old um, girl kidnapped, American girl kidnapped from Minneapolis and brought to Williamsburg, Iowa for a sex club. Now, when it wasn't the urban area, it was even in the rural area, so it was so what we did with breaking traffic is we did a lot of programs in the Quad Cities about what human trafficking is. And then we went into the schools. We got into some of the schools uh, faster than others, but we would talk to the ninth graders, boys and girls, and we'd say to the ninth grade girls, you're in the market. You are who everyone's looking for. So beware of this. And we 
told him, uh, be careful when you're at the mall, etc. And now it's totally computerized. I mean, the, the uh, recruiting by these pimps. And we said to the boys, if you're going to a, um, a strip club, know that you're supporting and condoning human trafficking. Is that how you want to be a male? Think about it. So that's the kind of thing we were doing. Now breaking traffic is part of uh, family resources, which is great because they're on and they're on both sides of the river, and they are helping survivors as well with not only where to live but how to live afterwards. And they uh, are helping with uh, law enforcement to to uh, uh, help with any kind of uh, case. And law enforcement here is very aware of human trafficking now where they weren't before. And so, and I'm still saying, you know, anytime you do a drug raid, please look for human trafficking. Drugs and human trafficking are together like this. Now, not all drugs are human trafficking, but human trafficking is all connected with drugs. Iowa Network Against Human Trafficking board member, Maggie Tinsman. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.